Hey everyone, this is Sean, one of the hosts of Community Connections. I'm going to be very frank with you. Our guest canceled at the last minute, so what you're about to hear is the show that we aired on New Year's Day. Now, I'm assuming that a lot of you probably weren't listening to our show on New Year's Day, so good news, this is new information for you. But if by chance you heard this show before, don't fear, don't fret. I promise you next week we'll have a brand new show, and this information is still very relevant. Thank you, and we appreciate all the listens. Oh, and I want to give a shout out to the listener that I spoke to at the Riverwalk author event uh, a couple of Sundays ago. It was a great conversation, and we appreciate you as well. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Community Connections with Children's Services Council of St. Lucie County. I am just one of your hosts, Sean Boyle, and with me is Ashley Ma. And welcome to the half-hour radio program that airs every Sunday on 104.5 The Flame at 10 a.m., but also thanks to a wonderful partnership with St. Lucie Public Schools and WLX Horizon. Good job. <laughs> Thank you for that. Their, their TV channel, uh, we bring this show to you once a month in video format. So if you're a longtime radio listener, jump on YouTube or check your uh, cable network provider, look up WLX Horizon, and you can see what these radio faces look like with the word of caution. So, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. What we do on this show is we talk about resources and things that are available for families in our great community we call St. Lucie County. Now, we at the Children's Services Council incrementally getting better at the radio and TV show, but what we do really well and what Ashley, myself, our board, and the entire team at the Children's Services Council do is we focus on five, sorry, five priorities. <laughs> and those priorities are, one, making sure every baby's a healthy baby. Two, stopping child abuse before it happens. Three, keeping kids off the streets. Four, keeping them in school. And five, keeping them off drugs, alcohol, and other risky behaviors. And we do that by developing and funding programs that reach all families in St. Lucie County. Were you worried that I wasn't counting with you? I, nobody was counting with me, and it threw me off. <laughs> you were doing it. You were demonstrating. It was good. So, obviously, this show is a great place to learn more about our funded programs and partners in the community, but we've got a lot of different places where you can get connected to us to learn more as well. Our website is a great place. It's cscslc.org. We have a list of all of our funded program partners there, along with their contact information. We also print that information. Thank you, Sean. Um, uh, in this sort of very easy to carry around family guide. So if you have a place of business or a church or an organization where these might be beneficial to your clients or your customers, please call us and we will get some delivered to you. Um, we are actually, I think that I've mentioned this on the show before, but I'm really excited to say that our translation process for these is done. So we have translated these into Spanish, Creole, and Portuguese. And so we will soon have those available as well. So if you have a need for that, for the translated versions, please let us know and we'll make sure that we get some of those to you when they are ready. And you can just give us a call at 772. It's weird to give out a phone number anymore. At 772-408-1100. Or as Ashley mentioned, if you go to our website, cscslc.org because we love acronyms. It's the acronym for Children's Services Council, St. Lucie County. Uh, there's actually a form that you can fill out, and we will hand-deliver these, and I will up the ante. Oh. If you want us to hand-deliver it, we'll drop them off and tell you a good day. But if you'd <laughs> like for us to speak to, whether it be your business, your employees, your congregation, your civic group, whatever, Ashley, myself, John, any member of our team will be happy to come out and talk about these resources in a fun and, dare I say, entertaining way. Depending Always. on who you get. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> Varying levels of entertainment, I guess. And we also have to mention, because um, the show is not sponsored by any of these social media companies, but we also <laughs> want to mention that uh, you can always find us on Facebook. Just look up Children's Services Council. Make sure you put in the St. Lucie County. We love the other, other no, I'm sorry, we like the other other Children's <laughs> Services Councils. We particularly love the St. Lucie County one. Um, and if you check us out on Facebook, we post on there nearly every day uh, inspirational messages, information, and things that are going on in our community. And also, if you're like Sean, I am too cool for Facebook, and I get that. Jump on Instagram. Look up, what do they look up on Instagram? It's St. Lucie CSC. Yeah, we like to mix it up. St. Lucie CSC, uh, you can find, if you're, if you're like Sean, I don't want to read the text on Facebook. You can, read, you can just watch or view the images on Instagram. Listen, I don't know if you've heard this, but Instagram is also now where old people hang out. Did you know that? So you young folks, you need to, well, we're not getting on Snapchat. I'm going to no, tell you that right now. I was, I was at the Central Band concert last, last weekend or sometime, and the band director, who's all of about 25, Made was a like, comment. Instagram what? He made a comment about how the kids teased him about being on Instagram. You know how I know Instagram is, isn't for young people? Because I'm on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Uh, if you're watching this show, uh, probably it's probably going to be late December, early January. And I just have to say, can you believe it no. is 2023? <laughs> no. no. Our guest and I were talking about that uh, earlier today. And no, I cannot. But I swear it was just 2020. It was. So how going to be 2023? I'm not sure. This year in particular has gone incredibly fast. I think it's probably in part due to how much we were doing at work all the time. We were very busy in our office, which is a good problem to have. But it Blue. Bye. And having said that, hopefully you had a good 2022, depending on when you see, hear this, you may have a couple <laughs> days left. Uh, hopefully you had a great 2002, but we are going to, as a community, make it a great 2023 <laughs> before we get to our guest who's waiting very patiently and shares the same name as one of the hosts. Um, <laughs> uh, we, are, we just want to emphasize a couple numbers that uh, you need to know and memorize, and they're really short numbers, so it's Super really easy. easy. Super easy. Um, we know, particularly around the holidays, and even when we come out of the holidays, there's a lot of reflection and thanks and hopefully good times, but, you know, and I can even speak for myself, I know sometimes the holidays brings up memories of loved ones that we've lost. Um, so if you ever find yourself needing to talk to somebody or quite honestly, just needing a, a helping hand, there's a simple, there's two numbers, they're both three digits <laughs> that will both get you to the same place, and that is either 211 or 988. Um, both of those are local numbers, or I'm sorry, both of those are national numbers that will get you in contact with a local person 24 hours a day if you just need somebody to talk to. Yep. And they're, you know, we share often about them on the radio show, but also um, they have an extensive website where you can find more information about other programs that they offer. Um, there is also a text option. So for those kids who maybe are too cool for Instagram, um, you can text your zip code to 898-211 and someone will respond via text and have that same type of conversation they would have with you if you were to call. So I think that's a really important message to share with our kids because we know that that's their primary mode of communication. Um, and sometimes that alleviates a little bit of the concern about making that phone call and asking for help is if you can do it via text message, it's a little bit easier. You know, at the, at the Children's Services Council, we use data and research a lot. We don't talk a lot about it on the show because we want you to stay awake during the show, but we are very much a data-driven and research-driven organization. And there is 
research upon research upon research that says the quality of life is dictated by the number of social connections that you have. So if you know somebody that may be, you know, particularly Florida, we have a lot of residents that move down, their children are elsewhere, you know, particularly as we're coming out of the holidays, if you know somebody that maybe doesn't have a ton of social connections, reach out to them, let them know that you're thinking about them, let them know that you care. And slip that 211-988 number to them because, again, you never know when somebody may need somebody to talk to. That's right. All right. We have a great guest. We do have a great guest. And gonna, I, is it his first time? Oh, so we have to do some type of hazing. Let's <laughs> think about that. All right. It is his first time. We'll have to think, we'll have to think strategically about that. So he's actually a, a longtime friend of ours. We've known him for quite a while. Um, the role that he's representing today is new. And, and you never came on the show before? I, feel, I have not. Man. Okay. Look, this, we, have, high, special we have high criteria to make the criteria until they move to this organization. It's a special day. So um, we talked about most of the time we bring on funded program partners of ours. And occasionally we have community agencies that maybe are not connected to us through our funding network, um, but are doing really great work in the community and we have a really close alignment with. And that is the case today. So we're really excited to have Sean Howell with us from, I always say the Up Center. That's really not your name. It's United Against Poverty, right? It is. Okay, we'll be formal today. United Against Poverty. I, I get it, though. A shirt, it's, it's, it's up with it's an arrow. But in, it's really in, an A in there. But. In the community, it's the Up Center. Okay. Um, so we, we definitely go up. <laughs> even, even in our emails, we say Up Center still. Okay, perfect. We'll take it. So... For anybody who's listening who maybe is not familiar with what you guys do, you exist outside of just St. Lucie County. We do. um, Which is amazing. So tell everybody a little bit about the story of how you guys got started and and what's going on here in our community. So uh, United Against Poverty is coming up to almost 20 years. It's been around. Um, It'll be this summer. It started in Vero Beach. Um, Our original uh, founder started it as a way to help his parents with uh, grocery insecurities. Um, so it started out as a member share grocery program. Um, over the years, we've developed into our crisis programs that we have, and then our also our success training employment program, um, better known as STEP. Um, and then now we're really starting to get into um, some adult education um, to really help out what the needs are of the community. Um, so we're excited that it's been 20 years. Um, I've been uh, with the organization about a year and a half now, um, but we have campuses, our original, and our corporate headquarters in uh, Indian River County. And then we came here in St. Lucie County in Fort Pierce, right off uh, Avenue Orange and 25th. Uh, and then a few years ago, they also uh, purchased a facility in Orlando uh, as well. So we have the three campuses across the board, um, and we're excited to, to serve those three counties. Um, and I'm especially glad to be back here in St. Lucie County um, after being in Indian River for about a year. So We're glad for that, too. Yeah. We're not competitive at all, so we're really glad that you're back. Totally competitive. <laughs> all right, so, so Sean, you mentioned several things that the Up Center does. I'm sorry, United Against Poverty. <laughs> I apologize for that. Uh, strategically located on 25th and Orange, which is a great location. Let's talk about the membership. Gro- let's start. Let's start breaking some of them down <laughs> on our time here. Let's start about. Let's talk about the membership grocery program. So the the membership grocery program. Uh, is a program that allows 200% or below the federal poverty guidelines. And that goes by your household income, but also by how many people are in your household. Um, So that can range differently for each individual family um, that comes in. The grocery program allows you to be able to find the grocery items um, or even household items that you're looking for. we go to about 16 different states to be able to either purchase or get these items to bring back to St. Lucie County. And what we're able to do is try and keep all of our products um, 
new, I should say. It's hard to find a lot of items right now, no matter where you go. Um, but we're trying to make sure that we can help the families in need. Um, with that, we also take uh, SNAP benefits, credit card, cash, uh, anything that you would at a normal grocery store. So we're trying to make everything as simple as possible for any family that's in need that comes in uh, to be able to get those items. So it's a, a small little center. It's continuing to grow. Um, and we're excited to be there and continue to serve the community. Ashley, have you been there? Yeah, I was actually going to say, I think one of the coolest things about the way that the MemberShare program is set up is that it looks like a grocery store when you, when you walk it in. It is a grocery it, store. Well, it is, but... You know, you walk in and it it's literally set up exactly like any other store that you would shop in. And the benefit is that the items are just offered at a steeply discounted price. Yeah, so what allows us to be able to charge our small handling fees uh, is that most of our items are either donated at a low cost or some of the items that we do have to purchase, like milk, eggs, things that are essential, we do purchase those at full cost and we have to make the handling fee about the same but for the other items, you're able to get individual or you're able to get bulk items as well. Um, we are able to say about $10 is about $40 or $50 when you come into our wow. program um, wow. to be able to save you those on um, those needs and items that we have available. So I think this is, you know, we, we, we've had other guests talk about food insecurity, uh, you know, and the percentage that it is in St. Louis County. We know times are tough. Prices are high. <laughs> anybody that's been anybody that said anything knows that prices are high. Uh, so it's kind of like a, a BJ's or a Sam's Club, right? They they have a membership, right, to Correct. get in. So mm-hmm. I, I'm interested. You know, they're watching this fabulous show and they're interested. <laughs> they're going to go to 25th and Orange at the United Against Poverty or the Up Center, and it's a you can't miss the building. Yeah, it's right on the corner mm-hmm. uh, on the northwest corner of 25th and Orange, and so I, I'm going there for the first time. What do I need to bring with me? So the only thing that you need to bring uh, is your driver's license or state ID. Um, What we can do from there is, just like you said, BJ's or Sam's Club, um, your ID becomes your membership. Uh, What we do is just get you into our system. We need to make sure that you do qualify. Um, We do go through everything that we can do to help you. Um, Not everyone's going to meet those qualifications. Um, And if they don't meet those qualifications, that's where our crisis department comes in. Uh, And with our crisis, uh, we try to have all the resources within St. Lucie County, um, even Martin County, Okeechobee, and Indian River, to where we can help those individuals that may be coming in. Um, We work with anywhere when it comes to child care, anything you might see with senior citizens or just your everyday barriers to employment. Um, You know, a lot of people think we do rental assistance. We do not actually have the funds to do that, but we help make sure you have all the documentation that makes you qualify for those programs that are out there. And that's our number one goal. When crisis comes along, we want to be able to send you to a person. We're going to say, hey, you need child care help. Go to Ashley at Children's Services Council. She's the one that's going to help you. Then we send an email off to them saying, hey, so-and-so's coming your way, um, trying to eliminate that middleman or take away that here I go again to the third different place. I have no idea what I'm looking for or who I need to speak to. But now you have the confidence to go in and ask for the right people and get the help you need. That's Sorry, I was gonna, I know you I know what we you're just gonna had say. This yeah. We we know from conversations that we've had in the community with residents, with other programs that run into similar obstacles that, you know, sometimes people do get discouraged because they reach out, they make that first call and they can't get all of their questions answered and then it might be months before they try again, before they make another call. And so being able to kind of have that warm handoff to help them navigate what is 
sometimes a clunky system. We'll just call it what it is. Um, you know, that's really important because it, it's it's tough sometimes, especially when they come in in crisis, um, to figure out how to navigate or where they need to go next. Um, when there's so many other things coming up for them. Exactly. And that's, I mean, the main responsibility of our crisis navigator, hence the name of the position. Um, you know, their job is to know exactly what's going on in the community with all the community resources, um, events that are going on, and who's where. Um, the more that they're involved, um, the more they know what's going on, who to send to the right person. Um, and there are times where we'll send them and that organization can't help. It's just the times that we're in right now. It's okay. Come back. We're going to continue to help. And the greatest thing is, is this service is free. Um, you know, it's part of the, the the program that we offer. Being able to help those individuals, um, we've have been able to help over 275 families alone this year, in 2022. Uh, and when that's about over, I want to say the last count was 4,800 different services. Well, that's amazing. That we've been able to do, and um, those are great numbers that we've had. Um, the pandemic really. You know, hurt a lot of people. It even slowed us down a lot. Um, but people are willing to get back out there, and we're doing everything we can to help them. So I show up at your grocery store. You walk me through the application process, and it sounds like you even you don't just look at it like you're only here for the groceries. You're like, what else do you need, right? You kind of have that conversation, which is so important. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the warm handoff is actually talked about. By the way, do not call Ashley for childcare. There's early learning coalition for that. that I will just help as example. much as I can. But I, but I like that that they can come back because you're right. Sometimes you're like, call this number. You give them like five numbers, and sometimes the hardest step is the first step, right? right? And so if they've made that first step, let's make it easier for them as they navigate. Uh, By the way, and we've gone this far into the show, so anybody that's interested, we already told them it's the Up Center of 25th and Orange, but can they call? Do they need to make an appointment? Is there a way to contact you? Uh, They can go to uh, upslc.org. It'll take you right to our website. All of our paperwork, um, applications for either a crisis referral or member share grocery or a step program is all right online. Um, from there, or they can just come walk right in and sit down and talk with us. Um, I would say a walk-in would probably be one of the best things to have that face-to-face interaction and start that relationship building right then and there. And I would say, having been in the grocery store, I think it was probably about three months ago, you have not just food, you also have, like you mentioned, household items. And even, like, randomly you have toys and stuff for the kids there, I've seen. pets. We, we have pet food. Um, I thought you said pets. I'm like, I can get a dog. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, we have... Um, we, you know, when we're able to find the items that um, we know the community needs, we get. Um, so it goes quick sometimes. We just had a, a whole shipment of cat food. It was gone in two days. Um, but we have those items, uh, anything that you might have over-the-counter prescriptions and stuff like that. So, like, if you need Tylenol, diapers, we've had those come in. They go quick, unfortunately, mm-hmm. sometimes. Uh, we actually just got a shipment of dresses. So if anyone's mm-hmm. looking for some, uh, what would be the Sweetheart Dancer, the Valentine Ball coming up, we do have some of those in for all ages. Um, so we get some unique things every yeah. once in a while. I will say you guys are really good about sharing that on your Facebook page. So sometimes when those like hard to find or unique items come in, a post will pop up that says, look what we got today. And I'm sure that's why they go so fast because then everyone's like, I'm going for that. But it, it is, I know you share a lot on Facebook too about what's happening and what you guys have and what's going on. Um, I do want to give you just a few minutes to talk about the STEP program because we know in our office, um, John Caesar, who's our community engagement coordinator, who has been a great friend um, to you guys, was just asked to do the keynote 
um, at the last step graduation. Yes. And we teased John a lot about getting up in front of people and speaking, but I heard from people that he did an amazing job. He did very so. good, and he even admitted he's like, I'm not used to standing up and doing <laughs> these things, but... Um, he says that every time. He and he's always he's really so good, good at it. it. He, a good he had his cue cards, and he actually had um, words of inspiration that we, he handed out to our graduates. Yeah. Um, so he did a great job. Um, we're very excited um, to have him part of the uh, program, is also being on our advisory board. Um, it's nice to be able to find those people that have the same passion for the community um, and be those eyes and ears. Um, we know we don't see everything, um, and we always don't know what's going on in the community, but having our advisory board there is uh, what helps us do so. So um, we thank you for allowing him to join, and uh, we're excited to see what we can continue to do in the next few years. So talk to us real quick for those of those that don't know. They know that John presented at the STEP program, but outline real quickly what, what the STEP, not real quickly, just outline what the STEP program is. So our success training employment program, uh, which we call STEP, uh, it's been around now for about six years. Um, what it does is helps. it's a four-week program um, from nine to one. And what we do is really try and build those emotional intelligence, those soft skills, um, and then also diving into the hard skills, resume writing, mock interviews, uh, you know, dressing for success. Um, but within the soft skills, it's what's been the barriers of keeping me employed? Um, what's the frustrations I have at work? Um, it really dives into those true conversations of what did you do to make your coworker upset? Did you do something? Um, you know, why is your boss always saying this compared to you feeling this way? Um, and one of the biggest things right now is showing up on time. Um, we have uh, about 50 employer partners that we work with that we really look at their resumes, know their work culture, and really try and help those individuals find the skills that they have, which is the right fit for them. Um, so within those four weeks, um, we really dive into all of that. We also do some certifications to where anyone that finishes STEP can get first aid and CPR certified. We pay for that, um, so they're able to get that taken care of. Um, if they get into the trades, um, we do offer OSHA 10 training as well. So those are things in the community that we've seen, um, especially in Fort Pierce with such a high manufacturing and um, mm -hmm. construction, that we've seen to go from there. Um, from there... Uh, we have about eight cohorts or classes um, in a year. Um, this year alone, we graduated 42 people from our STEP program, and 23 individuals are already employed. That's awesome. um, so that's very exciting. Um, this is the second best year that STEP's seen, um, but the month's not over. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll be shortly, maybe, uh, and we'll see what we can do. But going into uh, 2023, um, January 9th is our first uh, class of the year, so if anyone's interested, please come on in. Uh, we have eight more, like I said, throughout the year. That's awesome. Uh, our goal is to, you know, lift you out of poverty. And, again, that's our, our mission at United Against Poverty and, and finding there. So we've been able to put um, just under a half a million dollars back into the community. Um, what we do is we track uh, that to make sure that we see you to lift out, to get you above that 200%. But we also know it's not going to happen as soon as you get a job. So the, one of the greatest things I truly love about STEP is after you graduate our program and find employment, we give you a success coach for three years to stay with you, um, uh -huh. to continue to help you reach any of your financial goals, career goals. Maybe in two years from now, you're maybe got a promotion you can apply for. We can come back in, get you all um, you know, nice, get a new suit or something if you don't have it. We're going to help you out with that. We're going to make sure your resume is still top-notch and give you those uh, skills that you need to maybe get that promotion. 
Uh, you know, and sometimes, unfortunately, jobs don't work out. So it doesn't mean you're done with us in the program. Come back. We're going to continue to work with you. Uh, and be able to help you find the next thing that you want to do. That's so, amazing. It's funny because, not funny, but a lot of people, when they think of the upsetter, they see that building, right? And, the, you know, they see people pushing carts out with groceries. They think it's just a grocery mm-hmm. store, but it's way more than that, obviously. So the STEP program, which is huge, right? Mm-hmm. Giving employability skills. <laughs> when you were talking about, like, having people figure out what's going on in the office, I'm like, yeah, could they come <laughs> talk to our office? I'm just kidding. But, uh, but, but uh, how, how do I get enrolled in that? Is that just, again, a phone call or go on the website and fill out the paperwork? Uh, so, again, they can go right on the website. Um, I would say about 80% of the people come in, it's word of mouth. Um, they've had a family member or a friend that's gone through the program. Um, or they come in, they're in a crisis, and then they realize that they want to make a change. Um, you know, it, it's not going to happen overnight. Um, we do understand it is a commitment to come in for four weeks and to give up that time to where you may not be earning a paycheck. Um, but we're going to do everything we can from day one when you walk into that door to be able to assist you, whether it is crisis, whether it is step, um, or at the end, the food insecurities, to make sure that you have food on your table that night. Um, you know, the, in this time, uh, you know, we've known each other for a while. I've seen parents choose to feed their kids before feeding themselves. Um, and that's one of the greatest things I like about when I made my career change is let me help the parents. I knew the kids were taken care of. Um, how can we continue to help those parents and educate them to make sure that their kids are taken care of, but they're taking care of themselves, which then will lead to a long-term healthier aspect for that child. So those are one of the things that we look to do, a, a holistic approach um, is what you hear a lot of times, uh, to be able to truly take the individual have them learn to help themselves, then it helps everyone else around them. Yeah. But again, um, we see about 250 to 300 people a day, so oh. we are we stay busy. Um, <laughs> I like guess. I said, the, the, best thing, yeah. the best thing is to do is to come in and, and learn. Um, like you said earlier, sometimes you see so many people just pushing carts mm-hmm. out and you don't realize everything else we do. Or people come in and they're saying, I was sitting here by so-and-so for help <laughs> with crisis, but I see all this as well. So when you, when you do walk in, you see a bit of everything. And it is a little bit like, um, did I come to the right spot? Yes. So That's awesome. So we've talked about uh, crisis, the grocery store, step. Is there anything else we need to talk about? Uh, going into 2023, we do have volunteer opportunities. Um, so we do have some of the the uh, funding that you do with Children's Service Council. We do have some of the kids that come in and volunteer on the weekends. Um, so if you're looking to volunteer, give back to your community, come in and join us. Uh, we have uh, every Monday at 3 p.m. is our volunteer orientation. Again, you can go to our website at upslc.org to volunteer and fill out the application. Um, we have uh, opportunities for um, anyone to do help us out in crisis, also to help out within the grocery program as well. So you can kind of get multiple things when you come and volunteer. So it's a, it's a good opportunity. Even myself, when I need a break from my computer screen, I go out to <laughs> the grocery program and help out there sometimes. That's awesome. That's very cool. i got to ask, because last time I was in the building, and I can't remember, I didn't look the last time I was in, but the time before, you had that mural with the angel wings. Do you still have that? So, yes, that's out front. Um, that was there before I got there. I'm not quite sure the full story about that, but I know that's been um, an icon there for quite some time. you got to get your op. picture taken. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's a, a good very photo cool. op. I think last time I was there, I took a picture of Jessica Parrish. She wanted it <laughs> from the United Way. So uh, let's give your – well, before we give your contact information, we've got a couple minutes left. You talked about volunteering, which obviously we know a lot of people like to give back, and you know whether it be your congregation or civic group, and you can go to the Up Center, and it sounds like you have orientation all the time, and they can sign up with the grocery program or the crisis program. But let's talk about maybe one of our viewers has 
you know, something they're able to give, material or money? What, what is it, like, what's your highest need right now? So our highest need is um, when it comes to our crisis program, we do have our emergency pantry. So any kind of canned goods um, that can be opened with a pop top um, or food that can be cooked open and open fire. Um, think about things like if you were camping, those would be the easiest food for anyone that may be coming in that's homeless. Um, they don't have access to a microwave or a stove, so they need food that they can cook quick with this, some adding some water and maybe putting over a thing uh, with an open fire. So maybe some pots and pans have always been good for donations, any kind of canned food that can last a while um, that we can help in an emergency crisis. And when I say that, it's anywhere from people from newborns as they're coming in as families to someone who's 88 years old um, and a senior citizen that may have just got evicted because of the times we are. We've seen it all. It is a tough time right now that we're in. Um, any donations um, are great. Uh, as a nonprofit, we're always looking for that. Uh, but any donations that come in, if it's not food, if it is financial, it helps keep our programs free um, when it comes to crisis and step, but it also helps keep the food costs okay. low okay. as well That's to help awesome. offset all that. And I know this show is airing probably realistically in the new year, and I know we all like to rally in Thanksgiving and Christmas and donate and volunteer, but this needs to be a year-long effort. And, Sean, can you send us out by giving us your contact information again? Uh, yes, uh, you can go to uh, upslc.org, and what you'll be able to do there is it has our website, actually for all three campuses, so if you're looking to get involved, no matter where you're at, you'll be able to see all of that right there from our website. All right. Thank you, Sean, so much for coming on. A reminder that it's a weekly radio program every Sunday on 104.5 The Flame at 10 a.m. If you missed that, you can catch the video show once a month on WLX Horizon, St. Lucie Public Schools. And if you're like, Sean, I can't do all that, download the podcast version of the show. Just look up Community Connections with Children's Services Council on your favorite podcast app. We are grateful for every view and listen. And a simple reminder that it's our children, our community, our future. We're all in this together. We'll see you next time.